You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 330, Cosmic Boy 2, Electric Boogaloo. Welcome to episode 330 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am Logic Lad. Oh? oh I've decided I'm just pissed off with uh, GarageBand <laughs> causing me hassles right off the top, and uh, so I opened up Logic, and it just worked. And wow. So so there we have it. So yes, <laughs> we are recording in a, on a new platform. Ooh. Mm. Yes. So there's no way this could possibly go wrong. Oh, nothing could possibly go wrong with this. <laughs> <laughs> Flying by the seat of our flight rings yet again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like we're relaunching or something. Oh, no, not a reboot. <laughs> not a reboot. No, Not a reboot. That's a new hashtag on Twitter, I hear. Not a reboot. <laughs> uh, over to you, sir. Well, I am Darren Noel, and I am... Um, uh, I, mm. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I've been a lot of things this weekend, but I guess I'm going to have to go with meat orgy guy <laughs> because, and let me explain. <laughs> so I had a birthday party mm-hmm. and I know what you're all thinking at home. You're like, oh my God, this is really early for this story on a Monday morning. Relax, unclench your sphincters. Uh, a friend of mine came over. <laughs> Which was actually said at the party. <laughs> I know, right? Unclench. It goes a lot easier if you just relax and you push back slightly. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have a friend who is into epic meals. Like the, the epic meal guys who make these huge, obscenely yes, you yes. Know, constructive things. And a friend of mine made me a meat birthday cake. He took a whole bunch of hamburger meat and put cheese in the middle of it as like the frosting layer in between the slices of cake. Nice. And and baked that off and then put it between two cheese pizzas as the the bun, basically. Beautiful. And then on top of that were skewers that rested um, hot uh, sausages coming out of Hmm. the cake. And then he he cut meatballs in half and set them next to the sausages on the top of the plate, you know, like you do. Like like you do, yeah. And, and then he decorated the top of the sausages with mayo. Damn. And that was my birthday cake this year. That's awesome. <laughs> it was it was pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> and, and oh dear God, do I need a salad? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, this is gonna, oh, this is gonna, ooh, whew. I need Lamaze lessons or yeah. something because yeah, the, this is going to be painful. The, the, oh. <laughs> it's just going to be that, that took me a couple of seconds there. You mm. know? Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, pool balls going all the way through. Uh, nothing's going to come out nice and easy the, for a few days. Well, it's going to be a struggle. I, all I know, all I know, is the people who make Lipitor are going to be looking to hire him. Um, oh, don't you know? <laughs> Dear God! And I only had like a little bit of it because there was no way. There was just no freaking way. Wow. I mean, I, I, 
and I haven't said this often, but there was no way I was getting my mouth around that, okay? So <laughs> I'm trying to eat it with a fork yeah. and a knife, and I'm being called out for not being a messy barbarian, and, you know, mm. it was a fun night. But I made moonshine as well, and that awesome. turned out really well. So I've got to pour the rest of it out because, well, Darren's, you know, going on his diet again. So birthday weekend is over, so you got to be – you know, real now. So yeah, back to the world, back to the world and, and get back to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I'm doing. Nice. So yeah, Dragon Con's coming 200 days away practically. So oh, wow. Got costumes to do and yeah, you exactly, know, exactly. And, uh, our, our, our other cohorts are, um, are Matt's are, out of it. They're, they're fighting. I think it's uh, too cold for him to use Skype. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. The other day, um, I, I was thinking of him the, on Friday because we had friends of ours over, and uh, and it was actually our Christmas get together that we had because we just we we were busy before and they were oh. they were sick after, and oh. so this was literally the first time that, that the four of us could get together. So you and, had Christmas. Uh, I had a, I had a, I had a Kramer Christmas. Yeah. Oh wow! Exactly. Wow, that's special. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so there, there you have it, and then and then Jam went away camping with Ella. They went they went camping like it was like a Beaver Scouts camp thing. Oh, not a Carmen Miranda movie thon. No, 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 because that's no, very they, camp. Oh, it, it, this is this is very true. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so no, they went act, actual camping, and so Sarah and I went to a place that would have been overjoyed to hear of this cake of yours because a friend of mine just opened um, a butcher shop in town. Oh. And um, it's all I can send, the pictures are probably on my friend's feed. I can probably share. Oh, uh, yeah, that that's that'd be awesome because I, I know he'd love it. But, uh, but the, it was disgusting in a good way. There you have it. But uh, yeah, so those uh, those in the uh, in the uh, Guelph Kitchener Waterloo area, Trotters uh, uh, Butcher and Charcuterie on uh, Cork Street. It's it's awesome, and Sweet. it's all all locally sourced meat and uh, and. Just yeah, he so it was his grand opening on Saturday, and uh, looks like they got super super busy. Fortunately, Sarah and I missed the busy time, and we kind of sailed in, made our purchase, and uh, and off and off we went. But um, but yeah, so so Brett's got a whole lot of great stuff in store there. So oh so sweet, worth checking out. Um, hey, I love checking things out. You know me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So speaking of checking stuff out, mm-hmm. the end of the new fifty two. I know, right? Well, what's you know, up, what's up with that? But new, you know, new after four years is is a bit ridiculous. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So uh, DC Comics has announced that they will be overhauling the publishing line in June, and uh, again, uh, uh, they're talking about an increased focus on diversity reflected in creators, characters, and storytelling styles. Mm-hmm. And we've seen a little of this happening over the last few months as well. Like you look at the uh, the Batgirl relaunch, for example, mm-hmm. um, is a great example of it. Uh, putting out something like uh, Gotham Academy, this is the you know they, they've been kind of leaning toward this for for a little bit. So I think mm-hmm. we're gonna, I think we're just gonna I think they were kind of using those to test the waters. And uh, and then hey, that's uh, people like them and said okay, let's go there. Yeah, let's yeah, let exactly. Do what they want to do, so that's fine. So um, 
25 of the highest profile existing series will remain while 24 new series will be introduced for a, a current total of 49 DCU titles. And uh, and so, you know, we knew that a whole bunch of stuff was being canceled uh, just leading up into Convergence. Uh-huh. And um, it just kind of had that feeling. Everything was leading up to. Uh, yeah, the exactly. End of a big story ending in March or April. And it's like, ah, I see what you did there. And, okay. And, and, and I mean, what did everyone say? Everyone's like, oh, they've canceled these series and there's no there's, there's nothing coming. And it's like, you think they're not going to introduce new series after yeah, that? No, they're done really? publishing. Yeah. Going yeah. to California and yeah. they're just going to. To drink Zinfandel now. They're so. like, maybe we can just take it down to thirteen titles. It'll that'd yeah. be good. Yeah, it'll happen. All Batman. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, uh, so, for a, a great example is uh, Gene Luen Yang, who uh, people may remember from I, I think it won an Eisner, uh, American Born Chinese. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also did the Shadow Hero, and he's going to be making his DC Comics debut, and he will be taking uh, taking on the writing duties on Superman. Uh, John Romita Jr. will be staying on the title. Uh, Jeff Johns will be the outgoing writer as uh, as Yang comes in. Mm. Um, I, I'm not sure, but this might be the first time there's been an Asian guy writing Superman. I, I would think that's probably right, except for maybe a one-off here and there. But good point. You know what? That's a, that that's a good. point. There may be a Jim Lee co-plotted story out there somewhere. I guess, but. Very true. So I, I can't think of anyone else who would do it. So. Yeah, um, Brian Hitch, uh, who people uh, might remember from The Authority and, of course, The Ultimates, uh-huh. as well as many, many other things. Uh, he will be uh, making his return to DC. Uh, of course, uh, he did work on uh, on The Authority and JLA before he left for Marvel, and so he's returning to write and draw a new Justice League of America series. Oh, well, that'd be nice. Absolutely. Um, wonder how quickly that's going to come out. Um, I, I, hope, <laughs> I, I, I hope he started drawing it last wow. year. <laughs> wow. Well, he is not Backhand, known. Backhanded compliment, man. <laughs> he is not known for speed. For being quick. Yes, no. I know. I know. He's no. not writing the flash. So, And, and you know what? It's beautiful stuff. I'm not going to deny mm-hmm. that. I'm not going to deny that. He, he definitely puts out some great work. All right, so um, um, uh, other ones, some of the other th- series. Uh, the creative team, Garth Ennis and John McRae, who people will remember, of course, from Hitman, uh, mm-hmm. will be coming in to do a limited series called Section 8, which features characters that were originally introduced in Hitman. That's huh? got a lo- that one's got a lot of people talking. There's a lot of buzz over yeah. that. Hitman was very popular in the 90s. Oh, absolutely. It's the only good thing that came out of Bloodlines. Um, That's true, because didn't they killed off the rest of those characters in Infinite Crisis, didn't they? Oh, God. If they, Yeah, if there were I any mean, left. I mean, they did, because you saw Oracle call up everybody she could, and she was like, uh, yeah, um, Geist, wasn't that the guy's name? Oh, I don't Bat- remember. The Batman annual, he was the... Might have been, yes, yes. Visible and tangible guy's like, yeah, but you can get your crew out here to help us, and of course they get annihilated by somebody. Yeah, you say, you say Geist, and I'm like, is that the guy who's saying one two three four no that's false no, no. no that's... all right um yeah um ming doyle who is uh, currently the artist on the vertigo series the kitchen will be writing constantine the hellblazer sweet so this will take the place of the constantine title uh adding the hellblazer line from the vertigo days uh but here's here's something really cool is riley rosmo will be uh illustrating the series and uh again another thing that has a lot of people buzzing because he's a very popular artist true and and other constantine constantine 
<laughs> news is I, that yeah. it's moving probably from NBC to Sci-Fi. It seems so. Oh, or is that Sifi. right? Yes, yes. yes. It wasn't renewed by NBC, but Sci-Fi is looking at picking it up. So we'll see what happens there. Interesting. Indeed. Yeah. So Rosmo's been doing. Uh, uh, of course, he did. Uh, he he originally sort of came to real prominence during uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then went on to uh, among other things to do Rasputin uh, over at Image. So it's almost um, the same thing as Constantine, really, when you think about it. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, other stuff: um, a, a Black Canary book uh, written by Batgirl co-writer Brendan, Brendan Fletcher. This makes sense because they've had Dinah in the back in the in the Batgirl book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually one of the few I've been reading. Um, Birds of prey forever, people. Indeed, indeed. So she's been in that book. So, so this is clearly spinning out of what they've been doing with her there. And mm-hmm. uh, and judging by what they show on the cover with her uh, uh, swinging a microphone around, it's right from there. Um, <laughs> she's Dazzler now, kids. Hang on. She is totally Dazzler. Um, Starfire, written by the uh, team of Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. Can I tell you something? Sold. Yeah. I love Starfire's new costume on that cover. Yeah. Because she actually looks sexy without looking slutty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was my big complaint about Red Hood and the Outlaws when they they did that, when she was just like in a thong and band-aids. Yeah. You know. So I I like the new outfit. I'm, I'm... Amanda Connor can do no wrong in my book. So and and now now think of this the the Amanda Connor and uh, the the Connor and Palmiotti and Gray um, uh, Power Girl was awesome. They brought freaking Vartox back. Yeah, um, I know, right, right, uh, and um, I've got a friend who I've challenged for him to cosplay as Vartox at Dragon Con. Nice, and he said I've already got the outfit. I'm like, yeah, I know you do. Hey now, um, <laughs> no, no, hey now intended. He could actually pull it off. So, yeah. so Amanda Connor and uh, and Jimmy Palmiotti are also doing a new Harley Quinn Power Girl series. Yeah, I don't get that though, but I guess we'll see. If they're doing it, I'm in. Yeah, I know, right? I, I'm, I know. I'm I was like, in. I don't, I don't see those two tastes going together, but I'm sure they got something uh, well, you know, working on it. They so, can, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Having I've I've read a bit of their uh, their Harley Quinn series, which will continue, um, and uh, it's it's a, a kind of an irreverent touch. I can see it given what they did in Power Girl way back. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that, I'm interested to see that uh, other series that will be coming up: Cyborg, mm-hmm. uh, Bizarro. Uh-huh. And the Bizarro well, looks to be Bizarro, a va- will that actually be coming out or will they just be saying it's coming out? I don't I, I'm just know. I'm just saying if Bizarro is going to be printed, that means it's not going to be printed, right? <laughs> of course, yes, that's right. Um it it am it, 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 only series to never come out. Um, uh, okay, okay, so we're going to get it. Okay. <laughs> um they they did show some images from it and it looks good. Um okay. uh Batmite I know I love Batmite, and oh ever since Brave and the Bold cartoon, I mean, totally, totally. Come on, use Batmite. Kids love him, and Prez. I know. Time to renew that copyright. So Yay. the last, the last three: uh, Bizarro, <laughs> Batmite, and Prez. Uh, Jim Lee was quoted as saying in the press release that these will be offbeat, irreverently funny titles. Cool. Um, again, diversity of style of storytelling as well. Nice. Um, 
So uh, they said that the the idea of this was uh, a progressive approach aimed at appealing to a wide range of fans. The words inclusive and accessible showed up a lot in the press release, uh, and they talked about targeting the next generation of fans. These, of course, follow the two-month Convergence event running in April and May, um, which coincides with the move from uh, New York City to Burbank. Um so uh, Didio was quoted as saying this heralds in a new era for the DC universe which will allow us to publish something for everyone to be more expansive and modern in our approach to tell stories that better reflect the society around us uh, he says whether you've been a DC fan your whole life or whether you're new to comics there will be a book for you beginning in June um, they also revealed uh, that there will be um, the first details of their usually top secret free comic book day offerings this one will be DC Comics Divergence mm. see what they did there yeah, I do. It will f- feature three eight-page previews of upcoming stories from um, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's Batman, then the launch of Dark Side War in uh, Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok's Justice League, mm. uh, and then Gene uh, Lu and Yang's first uh, Superman story with John Romita Jr. That, of course, will be May 2nd. Saturday, May 2nd is Free Comic Book Day. Indeed. <clears throat> now, um... You are also getting Gay Punisher. Gay Punisher. There you go. Yeah. Um, gay Punisher. Wait a second. He's not punishing gays. No, no. He is the gay, gay Punisher. Punisher. Not the Gay Punisher. No. Right. He's not punishing gays. He's the gay. I'm just Punisher. saying. Just, just clarifying. Yeah. All right. So, um, and you don't want him <clears throat> punishing you. And they said a it, lot of safe words it, in the new era of story. In this new era of storytelling, story will trump continuity as we continue to empower creators to tell the best stories in the industry. Um, so good. Yeah. <laughs> story is better. Um, story is better. I agree. So um, tell good stories, DC, please. So uh, twenty-five ongoing ser- series. Uh, set to continue in June, most with their current creative teams are Action Comics, Aquaman, Batgirl, Batman, Detective Comics, Batman, Superman, Catwoman, Deathstroke, The Flash, Gotham Academy, Gotham by Midnight, Grayson, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, Justice League, Justice League United, Lobo, Secret Six, yay, yay, Sinestro, New Suicide Squad, Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Teen Titans, and Wonder Woman. So there okay. you go. Um, and um, oh, okay. So they had already added in uh, Green Lantern because there was a, apparently that that had been left out of the init- <gasps> the initial story. Not Green Lantern, no. So, um, so uh, as for as for some of the other new series, and uh, we'll kind of touch on this. Uh, uh, wait, Darren, tell me what is not among the new series? Legion. That's right. <laughs> you, in you, sir. any shape, form, or fashion, Legion yeah. is not on the table. Yeah, and I know but a lot of neither people have is had the All Star <clears throat> Squadron, and no. neither is the Outsiders. Very true. I mean, I mean, there are a lot of properties that they are not touching at this point, and yeah. we we've had this discussion before on the show where we we are firm believers that Legion is an excellent property, obviously, because we've devoted all of our time Absolutely. here to doing Legion stories, and while we are reverent and we we take we take pot shots and we make fun of the stories when we read them back, especially the old retro ones. We love the Legion. We love yep. the characters. So we want the stories about them to be good. Yep. And if they don't have a good set of stories and a good, strong creative team, 
then DC, fine. Please wait until you get that lightning in the bottle that Legion needs. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's the old, uh, do you want it now or do you want it good? I want it good. Although, bleeding cool, you know, take it with a grain uh. of salt, kids, has released yet another rumor that the Legion of Superheroes movie is <coughs> in <coughs> development, which doesn't mean anything. I believe the words were serious development. Serious <laughs> development. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I don't see them doing a Legion movie without a Legion book being published. Do you know what I mean? Because that's yeah, but it, 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 but it's in development. It's in development. Well, yeah. everything's in development. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, so even... Brother Power the Geek is in development. Yeah, even so. if all this is true, it, if, if it is in development, there is lots of time for them to put out a book. True. And, True. Um, and uh, yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> anyway, so um, other sh- other series. Uh, Batman Beyond from D- uh, Dan Jurgens with art by Bernard Chang. The Cyborg series will be by writer David Walker and artists Ivan Heiss and Joe Prado. So it's going to be a pretty book. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Universe by uh, James Tiny and Four and artist Ming, Ming Doyle. I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. Dark Universe. I don't know what that mm, is. It, I think that's supposed to be the Justice League Dark Takeover, isn't it? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. So it's it's going to be the magical one, I think. Magic people are always dark unless you're talking about the White Witch. Okay. So. And then uh, she turns dark later. Or so. Doomed. Well, then there's sometimes. Doomed. <laughs> Doomed by uh, writer Scott Lobdell and artist Javier Fernandez. That sounds like a Doom Patrol past tense, doesn't it? Doomed. It's interesting, yeah. Mm. Um, Red Hood Arsenal by Lobdell and artist Dennis Medry, which will take the place of Red Hood and the Outlaws. And We Are Robin by writer Lee Bermejo. Um, who people may remember from those that that, that beautiful uh, Joker um, graphic novel a few years back, and there was all uh, the painted uh, oh just really really neat stuff. Uh, but but he's writing that one. He will not be drawing it. The artists will be Rob Haynes and Carrie Randolph. Ooh, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Harley Quinn Power Girl. Of course, you can't expect Amanda Connor to draw everything, uh, but it, it will be art by Stefan Rue. Who is, oh, I like him. Yeah, he was on that uh, Zatanna book. He was book. on Zatanna. Yes. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah, that Zatanna book you couldn't lose. You had Stefan Rue and Jamal Igel. I know. Right? Um, and then it was canceled. Sigh. But it was awesome. It was very awesome. Mm-hmm. And I wish Jamal could go back and write And again. Yes. Because Jamal, the friend of the show, Jamal Igel. Is awesome. Dude, dude is awesome. He has lost so much weight. Oh, my God. He looks great. He looks amazing. So, Jamal, if you're listening to this, we have noticed. We love you. We want to see you do more stuff. And I'm sure Molly Danger is just burning up the racks because it's awesome. It's a a fun book for girls and for anyone, really. Yeah, I I loved it. Especially. (laughs) Well, yeah, but especially targeted to little girls. It's great. Yeah, that's an empty market. And, you know, I'm all for it. Absolutely, Absolutely all for it. And it's great to have something that isn't a fucking princess, let me tell Dear you. Dear God. Um, hey, Paul, let it go. I know. Oh, Jesus. Um, and uh, and so um, that was uh, 18 out of the 24 series that had been revealed. Uh, there's still more that have yet to be revealed. Mm-hmm. So there, Well, there, Midnighter was revealed later. Oh, okay. So oh, that's, that's here it is. Punisher, so. um, oh, okay. Okay. Gabe, yuck, okay. Yuck. I thought I thought you meant Marvel was actually putting out a gay no, Punisher book. No, okay. no. Um, 
I love that he first gets to be Frankenstein and then gets to be um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, um, yeah. So, so uh, the 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 Bizarro series uh, will be written by Heath Corson, who's written a lot of the DC animation stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also is one of the guys who does the comics part of the um, uh, Nerdist uh, Writers Panel uh, podcast. Um, mm. So there's him and uh, and Adam Beechin who, who are often a part of that, along with often Len Wein as well. Um, and so Gustavo Duarte will be drawing that, and there's a kind of a, a, a cool picture of what of the uh, sort of a model of um, Bizarro when it looks cool. Uh, Prez. Uh, will be by writer Mark Russell and artist Ben Caldwell. Uh, Omega Men. Mm. Yes, Omega Men. See, there's a property you didn't expect to hear from, did you? Totally. So he will be... um, uh, Omega Men will be written by uh, Grayson co-writer Tom King, who we've had on the show before. Mm -hmm. I love Tom. He's fabulous. Awesome guy. Um, With art by Barnaby... Bar- Barnaby Bagenda, <laughs> Barnaby Jones. Yeah. No. Oh, that would be awesome. No, Bar- be, be. Barnaby Bagenda, um, and um, <clears throat> former a- Vertigo. Ed- oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was thinking I could see an Omega Men movie before a Legion movie because <laughs> I think Omega Men mirrors more to the whole Guardian of the Galaxy in the present day. Oh, definitely, definitely. And the Legion does, you know, and, and that's funny you say that because I thought I thought that a lot with that when um, the Abnett and Landing run on uh, Guardians first came out, which is really the the version that we saw on the screen. Yeah, um, you know, was that it reminded me a lot of Omega Man at the time. Um, uh, former uh, Vertigo editor Elisa Quitney, mm-hmm. um, who is writing the Convergence Batgirl uh, series, is is going to be working with artist Morissette on a series tentatively titled Mystic You. Mm. And, uh, of course, we talked about uh, Garth Ennis and John McRae doing their Section 8 series. Um, oh, also, former DC Comics president and veteran writer and guest on this show a couple of times, um, will be writing a Doctor Fate series. Ooh. You, you know who's going to buy that, right? Yeah, everyone. Yeah, me. uh, Does Um, the podcast, probably. Exactly. And it will be illustrated by, uh, we mentioned uh, uh, Jean uh, Luen Yang's series, Shadow Hero. Uh, The artist on that was Sonny Liu, and Sonny Liu is the guy who will be doing the art on Levitt's uh, Doctor Fate series. Oh, cool. So So is this Doctor Fate of Earth 2 or a new Doctor Fate on um, Earth? Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? By the way, we're going to have to talk about multiversity. And oh my God, yes. Because the uh, handbook to the multiverse was very amusing. And I don't care, but I know we're doing things in order in our. Um, I agree. But we're not. We're going to do that sooner because that's. Yeah, we have to do that sooner because that's too awesome. That's just amazing. So. Yeah. And that's got to be the whole gang, the whole gang, too, because I yeah. know I know Matt and Scott have both been loving it as well. So. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So. Um, we mentioned the um, uh, Constantine the Hellblazer. We mentioned uh, Starfire, uh, Cyborg, Batmite. Um, yeah. So, okay. So that's what we know so far. So, you know what? 
Uh, there's a few I'm going to check out, and uh, and I'm looking forward to checking them out. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's some exciting stuff in there, and I know yep. like a lot of you know it's one of the things that drives me nuts is is he had a whole lot of people who did the, who've been doing the uh, you know banging the drum of the DC does nothing for diversity blah 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 they don't blah 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 they don't they don't do anything they don't listen to us they don't uh, you know the, everything's mired in this uh, continuity that isn't working and and uh, they never listen to us and DC says we've listened to you we're going to make some changes. We're going to do some. Of, we're going to do some of these things you've asked, and everyone's like, "Bullshit!" <laughs> Makes me hate people. Well, that's that's <laughs> the internet in general, isn't it? I mean, it's so true. And, so and true. Humanity, really. No one's ever happy until they're happy, and then they realize why they're not happy, so they're not happy yeah. anymore. They're like, so, "Don't tell me what makes me happy." I know, right? <laughs> so just. Just, you know, accept what we have and see what it what it does. You might find some really fun stories in here exactly. to, to read. And if you don't, well, that's why God made back issues. So, you know. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. And they're and the back issues, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. Uh, Although I went to a Comic Con this past weekend, not this one, but the last one, and I have to say that I was I was disappointed in the, in a lot of the dealers there because everything was horribly overpriced, yeah, like horribly overpriced. And um, I'm sorry, uh, two hundred fifty dollars for a comic, and and oh, and like, I didn't recognize it. Oh, and I'm like, what? The, you you? I'm and so I glad you mentioned that because okay. we had that discussion uh, the other week mm-hmm. about the um, uh, about buying back issues. Yeah, and we had some feedback on that, so I'm oh, going we to yes. We we went diving into the fifty cent bin and we found some stuff. I actually got the um, Superman uh, Monel Man of Valor trade for half off. Nice. I got a Madam Xanadu trade for half off, so that was nice. Very I was cool. looking for showcases and there was not a showcase to be found in the place. I was very disappointed. Yeah, but I did get an issue of Secret Six, the original series from the sixties. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was looking for the rest of it, but I couldn't find them. So I was like, oh, it's disappointing. Because, you know, here's the thing on that. Um, the Because that will never be true. The, 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 over, <laughs> the overcharging on back issues thing. It, yeah. It's what people aren't realizing, what dealers aren't realizing is that when there is in the, certainly in the older echelons of the comic buying world, there is some, some general discontent because they know nobody's making comics for me anymore. This isn't the time to say, let's jack up the prices. Mm-hmm. This is the time to say, let's play it a volume as a volume game. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, you know, because because these guys will come to us and they'll be like, yeah, I used to have this series and I got rid of it years ago and I'm going to buy it all right now. This mm-hmm. is not the time to, to, to gouge. This is the time to uh, to, to start putting those yeah, uh, offer some deals. It's, you know? it's a time to pack up a whole series in one big bag, and uh, oh, and they had those too, and the, they were I love overpriced. see, and that's it, and I love those. I've bought I I bought a, a Doctor Fate one once. I bought Infinity Inc. that way. I, I if you bought Fate like that, I'm going to judge you. Y- you know what? I read the first issue of Fate, and that was the last issue I read of it. That's. Uh, a wonderful, it, wonderful idea, it, sir. It does not exist in my personal continuity, mainly because Amen. because at the time I was loving the Messner Loeb's do, uh, Doctor Fate series and was so disappointed that not only did it get canceled, but that it got um, it got turned into that. That that it was like, let's take those characters and just kill them. Um, all right, so from uh, from our friend Mark Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, it, it, and he's he's the one who's doing the. Um, 
the the um, Bloom Buster, uh, the blog, and ah. uh, and I've got, I gotta remember to put that link Steve up. Steve Savage, site. right? Was that the name? Steve, Steve Savage, the Bloom Buster, isn't that him? Yeah, I'm gonna dig. I'm gonna dig it up, and uh, and yeah. we'll we'll. It's not we'll, Matt Savage. Matt Savage is Trail Boss. Yeah, no, we'll we'll shout out his. Uh, uh, it's it, it's I'm the Gun. Uh, I think it's blogspot.com or is it? A, you know what? I um, You're gonna Mark, do it now, right? Mark, I so apologize. I'm going to get the uh, the <laughs> link here, and uh, and just someone someone's lagging behind on his who's who knowledge. I think it's I think it's Steven Savage. I'm pretty sure. S T E V E N. If I'm not wrong. Because, right. you know, I did nothing as a child but read Who's Who over and over and over again. Yeah. And Balloon Buster came out early on, so I know a lot about the A's, the B's, and the C's. Yeah, so it, <laughs> it, it, it is uh, I'm the gun, I-M-T-H-E-G-U-N dot blogspot dot C-A. Yay. And, um, and so, uh, or, or it probably works on the dot com as well. And anyway, um, yes, so... You're right, Steve Savage. You're totally Yay. right. Totally Woo-hoo. right. So, uh, so there we go. But uh, so yes. Yeah, so Mark sent us this uh, uh, after we did that that issue, and he, he titled it uh, "Back Issue Cast." Um, and uh, he said, "I enjoyed listening to your discussion about buying back issues back in the day. Really took me back to my heyday of the mid '90s." My local shop at the time, Coliseum of Comics in Orlando, allowed its VIP regulars those that dropped hundreds of dollars a year, I guess, to mm. put expensive books on layaway. Ooh, layaway. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I can get a deal and it's, you know, on a lay away. I know. No. Uh, he said, I worked part time and as I had no other real expenses, a lot of my money went into my collection. The layaway option at, at Coliseum was how I was able to acquire some of the big books in my collection, like Daredevil number one, Showcase 22, Brave and the Bold, number 28. Mm. Yeah. And mm. Adventure 247. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Now, he says that they're all pretty low grade, but you know what? That's okay. You have yeah, it's it. That's completely okay. You have them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is awesome. And we're jealous as all hell, you bastard. Uh, totally. Totally. It's awesome. He said, these days, my buying habits have changed. With bills and a family, I'll rarely spend more than $10 for an issue. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um... Uh, he says, I have a pretty good shop nearby that sells all of its back issues for 50% off. And it strangely always has that issue of unknown uh, soldier or star spangled war stories that I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says that he also does a lot of business on eBay or mycomicshop.com. And uh, thanks very much for, for the feedback on that, Mark. And, uh, you know, it, it's it, that, that, that whole thing of, of, of buying back issues. It's a, it's an, a, the audience that's doing that is, generally speaking, it's guys our age. Yep, it's true. You know, it's 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 guys in their in their you know in their thirties and up. That's who's really doing that kind of purchasing. And if you want to get their money, you know that that's the thing that chases them out of it entirely. Is oh is, totally? Is, it's it's like oh, that's going to just prices. Of yeah, I, yeah. You know, I I really wanted to get into it, and I guess I can't. Yep, pretty much. It's like, ah, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Sigh. I guess I'll do something different now. And you're like, okay, well, fine. So, um, anyway, so, you know, I'm wondering if, if there will be an Adam series among the, among the announcements. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe an Adam Firestorm series. Who knows? Well, they're both on the TV and all. They are on the TV. It, it would not surprise me 
as we head more and more into you know our our stuff becoming more and more ingrained in pop culture mm-hmm. in other media forms that we see you know the stuff on TV and movies be reflected in the comics yeah stuff in the comics gets pulled into the movies and TV and vice versa so you know and that's a good thing because everyone's getting more involved in it and that means you know they won't die because yeah. you know there have been many times where we've heard oh yeah comics are going to die out in five years no one's going to publish them it's like well I've been doing this hobby for how long now and, and they've been say- they've been saying that they've since- been saying that since Neil Adams got his break yeah they've, so, yeah, they, they've yeah. been saying that since long before you and I ever picked up a comic book exactly ever <clears throat> and, uh, and and we've been at this a long damn damn time so <laughs> thanks for reminding me yeah so. <laughs> well in gay years that's that's even longer oh my god um, it's huge it's that's huge what, yeah so to speak um <laughs> so, to speak, so to speak hey now you should you should see the picture i posted on our uh, facebook page oh dear no seriously you should go to it now should i know it's getting a lot of attention I'm just saying. Scintillating uh, podcasting for the folks to listen to. As I, I know, right. Click I over to the book of hear face. your reaction to this. It'll All be right. worth it, kids. It'll be worth it. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. There you go, kids. <laughs> uh, it, is a, it is a picture of the aforementioned birthday cake. And birthday now I understand yes. that that sausage was not meant to be a candle. No, not at all. <laughs> Anyway, okay. <laughs> now, now that Paul is cracked up, that I decided is, to do that. That live. is some serious damn meat cake. I know, right? I've got a slice. I can send it to Murray. God, I'm I'm having the sweats just looking at it. I know, right? My place smelled like meat for two days. I finally got. To, <laughs> I know, not not in the way you think, kids. And I, I finally opened the windows because you know it was 65 degrees here today. Yeah. In the Fahrenheit is beautiful. Oh hey, my god! Also, speaking of the Facebook page, <laughs> which you can find at facebook.legionofsubs2podcasters.com, uh, in addition to Darren posting the meat, um, <laughs> like he does, yeah, yeah, like he does. Tom Beerbomb uh, posted a new link uh, to the. Um, Okay, it's okay. I'm a senator. Uh, blog, uh, which links to his recollections of Legionnaires issue number five, which is uh, the issue just after we saw the ref- the formation of the new Fatal Five, and um, so yeah, check that out. Um, all right. So uh, so anyway, so let's uh, let's get into this. Uh, thirty eight <laughs> thirty eight minutes in. <laughs> 38 minutes in, you want to hear some Legion stuff? Finally. Hey, hey, we did all right. It took us a lot longer. Actually, it was the time when we were talking about the other reboot. It was the time that we were uh, interviewing Tom Beerbaum. Oh, true. Full full circle. Um, Full circle, sir. Full circle. All right, take us through it, Darren. Cosmic Boy number two, Electric Boogaloo. All right, hang on a second. Cosmic Boy number two, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, when last we found Cosmic Boy and Night Girl, um, no, I don't want to do that. There we go. Um, it, this is number two of a four issue miniseries. Yes. So this is actually a 12 issue series by today's standards. Um, Cosmic Boy and Night Girl are on the cover surrounded by a whole bunch of angry mob people who are coming after them. And the perspective is really kind of weird on this cover. Uh, some of these people. It's like they're they're circled by them, but all the people are standing above them. It's it's. it's I guess they must be flying or something. It's like they're laying down or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's kind of yeah. weird. So, 
Um, and this is by, let's see here, Paul Levitt's writer, Keith Giffen, um, and Ernie Cologne and Bob Smith artists. Um, John Costanza, letterer, Carl Gaffer, colorist, Karen Berger, editor, and Steve Lytle did the cover. And the story is called Is History Destiny? And we see our uh, heroes, Night Girl and Cosmic Boy, in their Legion and sub outfits here. Um, looking, um, Rock is looking over all the history books and the newspapers trying to figure out what's going on. And everything, of course, is wrong. Everything is wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Um, <laughs> and so. Except for the part where it says the Cubs lose again. Well, because that's, that's always that's true. That's always the case, right? Um, Cause is basically saying um, that, you know, he saved the satellite um, the last time we had a podcast about um, his book here. And that should have fixed everything, but it didn't. Maybe it's making things even worse. And um, Linda's like, well, maybe the historians were just wrong. That happens. And he's like, but not all this stuff is wrong. Everything here is wrong. And, of course, we see a little headline down here. Mysterious Cosmic Boy ruins launch. Um, which is kind of amusing to me. Yeah, that they're, that they're blaming uh, Cosmic Boy for messing things up when really um, it should have been done. And we see the lovers get into a little spat here, um, and uh, Cosmic Boy is like trying to get think uh, if Brainy or Cam were here, they could help me figure it out. And Luda's like, I've heard enough. Our whole vacation, which we were spending in this primitive era because of your hobby, is being ruined. No more worrying about history. Do you hear me? If there's something wrong, we'll fix it now. And he's like, well, where are you going, Lita? Out. You stay in the room until I get back. Slam. <laughs> and uh, Rock says, wow, when that girl gets excited and she creaks open the door, it's like, and another thing, no worrying until I get back either. So, <laughs> yeah, no. It's like that. And so we see a news report which goes into um cosmic boys a, a uh, very a very dark night looking um yeah a very dark night looking a, a, panel for yeah sure. yeah or page i should say yeah and they are um well the the newspaper guy's just going over how cosmic boy screwed everything up but then he managed to land everything and then the, this payload is being taken to another space center houston not florida um yada 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 and then there's a commercial for um, Soapy, the, the grime-grabbingest detergent of all, which is just kind of amusing because that kid looks like he could be right out of Sugar and Spike. Sugar and Spike, totally. <laughs> so so they, they decide to go off to um, – it looks like they're still in New York, but I think at some point they decide to go to Houston. Um, yep, yep, they're in yeah. Houston. Here we go. Yep. They are in Houston. So um, I didn't know Houston had such big buildings, but I guess it does. Okay. Um, so the two are walking down the street and rock looks like ultra boy. Really? He's wearing a green, a red top and a green pants. So I'm like, wow, this is the wrong book for that look. And Lita's wearing purple, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <clears throat> Lita's looking something like a, uh, a Nagel painting here. She's very dark hair and yeah. And uh, purple and big gold earrings, but it was the eighties kids. That's what everyone did. And so they're, they're basically scoping out the uh, area where the stuff was taken, looking things over and like, yeah, we're going to break in later tonight. It's funny when heroes become villains so quickly. And uh, of course they're going to wait for night because well, you know, and um, they are, they begin the breakout, the break-ins like it's time. Don't you think? 
And it's like, I suppose so. It's as dark as it will get. I wish we had, I had more experience breaking into places. It's never been a specialty of the Legion, except for Cam, that is. Oh, and the rest of the espionage squad. Yes, thank you. yes. I think Phantom Girl could have this done in five seconds. Um, oh, he'll be fine, Rock. Uh, we'll be fine, Rock. Sorry. No question about that, but I hope we find some clues here. But nothing will happen until we get started, right? Let's go. Oops, what's this beam? Really, Rock? And he hits the trigger, which sets the alarm off. And uh, Night Girl uh, picks up a car and uh, crashes it through the fence, says, Stand back, Rock. I'm coming through fast because there's no point in being stealthy now. Um, let's not wait around for anyone to answer that alarm, okay? Remember, they're not fond of superheroes at the moment. And how do you plan on finding that satellite? And he's like, well, it shouldn't be too difficult um, given the magnetic field and blah, 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 space talk. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Lita's like, careful, Rock. After all, you missed the last one entirely until it was too late. Oh, that was light-based. These seem to be electromagnetic. I can handle them if you'd oblige with a shove. And sh it goes, scrung, gladly. Clearly, they don't know about our drinking game because that could have mm -hmm. been a that yeah. could have been a Cthulhu. Anytime Night Girl does something, it should be a Cthulhu. Indeed. So, um, and inside the building, they feel something reacting to his powers. Cosmic Boy's going all little like, "Ooh, I'm trying to find the thing. I'm trying to use the powers." So then springing and yeah, not finding it. And um, Cosmic Boy's like, "Okay, we're getting close." He's playing Marco Polo with his magnetic powers, and there we go. We spring again. And they go inside a room, and uh, there's a guy sitting there in the chair facing away from them, but he's sitting, straddling it, facing them. And it's like, ah, Cosmic Boy, I take it. Do come in, both of you. Not everyone's as ready to give up on costumed heroes as the media might suggest. Name's Jason. I owe you for saving the bird yesterday. I've only spent three years of my life designing it. Well, are you coming in or running away? And um, he says, do I look like I called security? <laughs> No, but how did you know my name? Oh, WizTV showed a clip from New York one, with one of the Justice League calling you that. As for you, young lady, oh, call me Night Girl. A pleasure, I'm sure. Now that introductions are done, what can I do to help you? Coffee, tea, or an idea of why a guy who doesn't need a plane to fly cares about my little satellite enough to break in to visit it? Well, let's just say I believe this is the time when mankind is destined to get off Earth and into space, Jason. I'm afraid someone is tampering with that destiny. Hmm. We haven't had a great run of luck in the past year or two. Funny, I joined the Corps uh, because I thought I'd get a chance to walk on another planet. With all that's happened, I guess I'll have to leave that to my boy now. You or your son, it's the same to me. What's important is that people get there. No one can stop that. Oh, we'll get there, but don't worry about our failure to cancel further launches. There, these accidents only slow us down. As long as they're accidents. I designed and checked that bird, Cosmic Boy, and I know it better than you know how to hold a cup of, uh, to hold a coffee cup. <laughs> um, it blew in an accident, not as part of anybody's plan to get back space flight. Listen, I appreciate you saving the components in the core, but don't get paranoid. We make enough mistakes without help. Besides, who want to keep man from space anyway? Aliens? Dun dun dun. And we get. Um, and Khan says, you've been reading too much sci, well, SF, we know it, sci-fi. And then we get a uh, TV bulletin, special bulletin from WizTV, the latest developments in the Brimstone situation. We have reported, uh, have been reported by our sister station in Pierre, South Dakota. In the news film we're about to roll as it is relayed by satellite, it appears that Brimstone has trapped 
uh, was trapped in battle atop the Mount Rushmore Monument in the Black Hills and then was shot by Deadshot and burned alive. And at the Cape tonight, demonstrations continued. Protesters were upset by NASA's failure to cancel further launches after yesterday's incidents. As we went on the air, leaders of the demonstrators threatened similar actions at NASA centers across the country. And then the uh, scientist here says, well, maybe a wee bit of paranoia is in order, but I'm sure this won't be anything NASA can't handle. And sure enough, outside, um, we have a rabble-rousing mob. Um, no nukes in space. Fix Earth first. Keep away from heaven till we have heaven on Earth. Destroy the, the A satellite before Houston blows. Um, nuke the nukes. And uh, the security is <laughs> trying to deal with that. Forget that there's a hole in the fence on the other side because Lita pushed a car through it. They're having to deal with this. Um, and they're like, yeah, um, we need backup. This is turning into a riot. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, people are climbing the fence to get in. Um, cut the power before they get hurt because it's electric fencing, apparently. Uh, what about us? It's our job to get hurt. You want headlines about how we electrocuted in- innocent protesters, Fredo? Fredo. <laughs> Fredo. <laughs> you um, broke my heart, Fredo. <laughs> Fredo. <laughs> I don't care what else goes unguarded. We need help out here. Don't and get into so all, a boat with him. All these folks are just running through here. It looks like an episode of The Walking Dead, except no one's a zombie. Yes. Yeah. Um, it must be in there. Let's get rid of that nuke before it destroys us. And apparently some scientists are, are trying to protect the building because people in lab coats always get their way. Um, you're all trespassing on government property. Please leave. We appreciate your concerns, but nothing will be solved by violence. If you're so concerned about the safety of your city, the best choice you can make is to leave quietly. Not until we level this place, mister. Don't try talking out of a... We're going in. And, of course, they start rabble-rousing the scientists. What? Oh, I never expected this. Uh, but all of a sudden, I'm very glad the two of you are here. This is like the madness at the launch site last night, Kaz says. This right can't be spontaneous. Someone must be planning it. Can we worry about that later, Rock, please? Don't overcomplicate things while we're fighting. <laughs> and Kaz goes sprawling and sends three people into each other. Half the battle is understanding your enemy, Lita. Even using our powers subtly, we ought to have plenty of concentration left to keep investigating. I can't believe the local authorities will let this go on for long. There's too much delicate equipment here. You wait patiently. I'm busy, and Nightgirl's just plowing through people. And then we get the scene from the cover, except there's a scientist in the middle of it, too. I'm sorry to have dragged the two of you into this. Now that costume heroes are illegal, you may get into serious trouble no matter how this riot ends. Don't worry about us, Jason. Besides, I don't want my rescue work yesterday to be undone. And Kaz's um, red shirt rips and reveals that he is Cosmic Boy. For some reason, his pants are miraculously gone, too. But we'll just (laughs) go with it. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, we have uh, violence is spreading at all NASA installations across the country. It's a news report. Um, the Earth Firsters, are, as they are becoming known, blame the space program along with the legendary heroes for leading Earth astray. Yada, yada, yada. There's tear gas and riot police coming. Yeah, now. Like you do. And like you do. And then we have another guy who um, ha- is the Wiz TV editorial. Good evening. This is Roger Smith with the Wiz TV editorial. As is swiftly becoming obvious, the so-called heroes are an anti-social force in society. Responsible citizens will know that they have refused to, in many instances, to obey the president's executive order restricting their movements and continue to interfere in the actions of law-abiding citizens. Let these heroes beware, because we know, uh, we now know who they are and what cause they truly serve. And uh, yet, yeah, another one of those Dark Knight pages. Um, the 12 panel yeah, spread yeah, there yeah. and Lita decks a guy with a switchblade wham 
He was about to sh- uh, shout that a superhero was here, Rock. Get something to cover yourself up. <laughs> Thank God he's not wearing the bustier anymore. Yeah, oh, indeed. Oh, my. Indeed. He'd be a hooker. Um, thanks, Linda. But in all this madness, I'm not sure anyone would have listened to one voice. Still think about it for a minute. We're reduced to hiding who we are. That's the craziest idea I've seen in this insane century. The astronauts aren't hiding. Look at Jason and the others. You're right, Lita. Uh, maybe whoever is trying to change Earth's history wants to wipe out the heroes. Or maybe it's coincidence. Either way, I'm not cooperating. 1986, don't count Cosmic Boy out yet. And he activates his flight ring or his magic, uh, not magic, magnetic powers. And he whooshes above the crowd. NASA can spare a few cars to serve as shovels for me to herd the demonstrators off the base with, and a little magnetic power will reshape them nicely. No more of this nonsense, people. Go home. And the people are like, I. And Nightgirl has apparently switched to her gear as well and says, I guess if we're going to be open about it, we might as well both help out. And she lifts up some uh, concrete <laughs> to act as kind of a ramp to pour people into the shovel area. Um, and Nightgirl is battling in um, three-inch stilettos here, kids. So, uh, yeah, take that. She has committed. She's very, very yeah. committed. Yeah. And so basically Cosmic Boy and Nightgirl get the uh, rioters to run off, and they use the cars to block up the hole that they um, put the car through in the first place. And um, uh, Jason says, thanks, Cosmic Boy, but you better get yourself out of here now. Lita? Oh, I'm coming, Rock. Goodbye, Jason, and good luck. Likewise, my friends, whoever you really are, and all the scientists and the cops are there. Jason, can you explain what just happened? Probably not, Maggie. Probably not. And Kaz and Lita are flying over um, the city. And Kaz says, we didn't find any clues showing who's behind the meddling of history. But I feel a lot better. Well, that's a contradiction, isn't it? Not really. This is the first time since we came to the 20th century that I've managed to use my powers effectively. And that astronaut, Jason, made me feel better, too. He increased my confidence. Even if someone is trying to change history, with men like that, Earth will still make it to the stars and soon. Well, that's very important to you, isn't it, Rock? It's only history. Not really, Lita. It's also our history. Didn't both our families come from worlds settled during the great immigration from Earth? If Earth doesn't go to the stars, it means our ancestors don't go. Maybe that means we'd never be born. This little piece of ancient history is very close to being a part of our personal destiny. Mm-hmm. And you see Jason's nameplate for the first time, and his name is Jason Krinsky. Mm. Past, present, and future. And guess who's waiting when they get there is the next issue. Yeah, so uh, J- Jason Krinsky isn't a guy we'll see a whole lot of, although he will join us next issue. So, mm. um, But... Uh, yeah, so so this idea of you know, and, and this is a, a theme that we see come up often. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw it back when um, um, in the Valor series, of course, uh, during the five year later gap. One of the things they talked about was uh, the the fa- in, it was the fact that Valor was the guy who seeded the planets. Hey, and, hey now, hey now, and uh, and so we actually got that in the annual where you saw him, you know, taking people to these different these different worlds, mm-hmm. and um, and that's how that's you know that that's kind of as a way to explain the um, the similar humanoid look to a lot of these different planets and um <clears throat> and it got played with again actually during his um last appearance uh, uh when went back when uh, monel was in the justice league for a, for a time they also kind of played with him uh take, taking people to other planets then mm-hmm. 
All right, so uh, I, I feel there's one other one one thing that we do need to uh, to kind of nail down or for just uh, spend a few minutes with maybe, okay. and that is um, we haven't talked about uh, we've talked about most of the people working on this series, but we haven't really talked about Ernie Ernie Cologne. Okay, um, so Ernie Cologne is a guy I didn't really become aware of until Amethyst. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly I, I think that that uh, that Amethyst may have been the first time that I really became aware of who he was. In fact, I was even surprised now to learn um, I always just assumed that he was a, a, of a similar age to uh, most of uh, most of the other creators that were his contemporaries in the in the 80s. And uh, so, but it turns out he was born in uh, July of 1931, which places him at 83 years of age. Wow. Yeah. Um, so he was born in Puerto Rico. And uh, he's known for a wide-ranging career, including working in the fields of children's comics, horror, and nonfiction. Mm-hmm. His, his professional career began at Harvey Comics, where he was a letterer. Uh, he worked uncredited as an artist on titles including Richie Rich and Casper the Friendly Ghost. And there he met Sid Jacobson, who became his editor and frequent creative partner. His first confirmed credited work was penciling and inking the two-page story Kaleidoscope of Fear in Whammo Giant Comics number one, mm. which was cover dated 1967 and published by the toy company Whammo. <laughs> the, the fris- Whammo. The Frisbee people. Yep. Um, by Whammo. Indeed. And, uh, and so he went on to draw three issues of Gold Key Comics, Dr. Solar, Man of the Atom, issues 24 to 26, from July 68 to January 69, and to do much work for Warren Publishing's black and white horror comic magazines, Creepy, Eerie, and Vampirella. He was an editor for DC Comics from 1982 to 1985, uh, where he oversaw titles such as Arion, Lord of Atlantis, The Flash, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman. His many artistic credits include Grim Ghost for Atlas Seaboard. Oh, that stuff was beautiful. Um, the historical fantasy uh, Arak, Son of Thunder, with writer Roy Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, one I never read, and I, I, I got to see. That's that's the stuff I got to look up. Is like Arion and uh, that that and sword Arak. and sorcery fantasy stuff was really nice back then. Yeah, it yeah. was like writing the coattails of Warlord, really, because I oh, think totally. both of them yes, both. appeared yeah. in that, didn't they? I believe so. at least as a preview, if not part of the story. So yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. Um, Amethyst, Princess of Gemworld, with writers Dan Mishkin and Gary Cohn for DC Comics, Airboy for Eclipse Comics, Magnus Robot Fighter for Valiant, and Damage Control and Doom 2099 for Marvel Comics. Also at Marvel, he wrote, drew, colored, and lettered the 1988 science fiction graphic novel Axe. In the late 1980s, uh, he penciled the short-lived Rocky, Bullwinkle and Rocky uh, series for Marvel's children's imprint, Star Comics, uh, which was edited by Sid Jacobson. And then he, he and Jacobson returned to Harvey in the early 90s and worked on, pro- on projects such as Monster in My Pocket and Ultraman from 2005 until the tabloid's demise in 2007. Oh, sorry. From so those are the ones. Uh, Monster in My Pocket and Ultraman. He worked on at uh, at Harvey. Mm-hmm. From 2005 until the tabloid's demise in 2007, he drew the weekly comic strip Spy Cat in the Weekly World News. Mm. Spy Cat often appeared apparently on uh, the same page as um, 
as Bat Boy, which was drawn by Danielle Corsetto. Mm. And um, <clears throat> uh, in um, he also did he uh, Colon Jacobson also created a graphic novel version of the 9/11 Commission report titled the 9/11 Report: A Graphic Adaptation, which came out in August of 2006. And then released a 160-page follow-up after 9-11, America's War on Terror, on Terror, in August 2008. They also did a graphics biography of Che Guevara in 2009. And they did, um, in 2010, they did Anne Frank, the Anne Frank House authorized graphic biography. Um, so, yeah, when they talk about a wide-ranging... Um, you know everything from super from straight up costume superhero stuff like this to sword and sorcery to mm-hmm. the, the freaking 911 commission report um it's 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 quite a wide ranging thing and uh, and to to you know learn that uh you know as i say dude's 83 years old now and uh and a couple of those things just came out a couple of years ago or 5 mm-hmm. years ago so so pretty impressive he's also uh, illustrated the Great American Documents Volume One by Ruth Ashby, which was to be published by Hill and Wang in May 2014. Um, I would assume it did. I'm, I don't know. I haven't seen mm. it. Um, but anyway, so Ernie Cologne, um did some has done some awesome work. Uh, this isn't the last time we'll see him involved with Legion. No, uh, not, not at, at all. all. So, um, so definitely a, a guy to keep in mind, and uh, and he was an interesting collaborator for Giffen because clearly on this Giffen did the layouts, and um, and he did the, uh, the 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 pencils. But you can see mm. bit you can see bits of wacky Giffen coming through here. Oh and, yeah, and every now There's and then a little five year later peeking through the window here. Exactly, like like that layout of that that Dark Knight layout. Is mm-hmm. is definitely um, uh, that's definitely Giffen, and uh, so yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see more of Ernie Cologne at some point. We will indeed. We will indeed. Anyway, uh, we're, we've we've hit it. We've I believe we've, we've hit an hour. We're good. Yay, an hour! Woo! Oh yeah. All right. That's so a lot. That's a lot to talk about. Cosmic Boy. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. If only we talked about something else at the same time. Um, all right. <laughs> So Night girl, we talked about Night Girl. We did, we did. Kathum, Kathum, take a drink. Yay! It's sad when we have to do it ourselves. I um, know, right? There wasn't yeah. a Kathum to be had. Uh, I expected a world, an earth-shattering Kathum. An earth-shattering Kathum. <laughs> <laughs> Comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at Gmail You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at Facebook Legion of Substitute Podcasters uh, we are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. In addition to all these things, you can have, head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where I plan on putting an I'm the gun.blogspot uh, um, link tonight. So it will be there by the time you hear this. Finger, Yay. Fingers crossed. And um, um, unless WordPress gives me hassles. Grief. Yeah. Mm, which uh, mm-hmm. that never happens. I've already kind of jinxed things by switching to a new by, platform. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have. So if the rest <sighs> of the uh, catalog goes down tomorrow, kids, you know who to blame. Uh, so take um, a drink. Paul, yeah. A drink. In, yeah. Right. Uh, with that, uh, we're going to make our way back into the time bubble, which it's a little bit of a bumpy ride right now, but uh, we will see you all next week back in the 21st century. And that is where we will be. Mm-hmm. Meat cake. <laughs>